Okay, okay. There it is. <laughs> We're back. We're here. We're live. It's Wednesday, ladies and gents. Let's get this show on the road. Yeah. Shut, up Shut up and sit down. down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business and social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Business, business Bros. <laughs> fire intro time, Ham. Here we go. go. All right. All of you business pros out there, before we jump into the show, just a quick reminder to please subscribe on whichever platform it is that you're listening to us on today. Give us a like, give us a follow, give us a subscribe and drop a review and help other like-minded business owners find value from our awesome guests as we rise up in the podcast rankings. We will sincerely appreciate it. And if you want to be a guest on the show, we'd love to have you on and learn from you as well. Go to www.businessbros.biz slash podcast guest. And schedule your time slot. And don't forget to follow us on all our social medias at Business Bros Pod. We're super excited, super honored to bring yet another incredible guest to the Business Bros Pod. Our guest today has over a decade of experience as a digital marketer for entrepreneurs and business owners. But what makes her stand out above the rest is the system she's created to automate processes and help you get organized. Our, t- our guest and her team will work with you to identify pain points, create a strategy, and implement digital management and branding to help you stand out on your social media networks. She knows, like you do, that you can do anything in your business with organization, consistency, and branding. So tune in today how she to hear how she has done that time and again for her raving fans. Joining us today from BCA Digital, welcome to the show, Brittany Guy. <laughs> I thought I'd throw a party one <laughs> instead of, I love the, it. Instead I love of the applause. It. I was like, why not? It's Brittany. <laughs> it's Brittany, baby. Yeah, yeah. Brittany, welcome <laughs> to the program. Yeah, All right. Why not? 10 years of digital marketing, right? I mean, that's like yes. the birthplace of Facebook and all these other different places. So you got a lot of background in this digital marketing space. How'd you get into this thing? You know what? I kind of fell into it. Um, so I had, I worked for like a media agency for a few years um, in the marketing space and I kind of decided to do my own thing. So I have, um, some years of experience in the corporate world and now I am, I have my own agency. So. All right. I want to know about your team. I was, I was trolling around your, uh, your website. Cause I was creating those little promos for you. Right. Uh, and I noticed you had a power <laughs> team, all these ladies that are around a, a table planning for stuff. How does it work when, when you get a client, somebody who's going to work with you, how does it work as far as your, your, the structure and the system in your team? Yes. Yeah, so, um, when I get a client, we go through different phases. So we have our onboarding, um, where we kind of discuss goals and pain points. And then after that, um, we begin the execution process. So first we want to identify, again, what are the pain points? Like, what do you want to automate? So any re- uh, repetitive tasks, um, those are typically things that we want to automate. And then we put it in CRM. Are you familiar with CRM? Oh, you're speaking James's language, man. That, <laughs> that, that, that's, that's exactly CRM automation is what I love and do. Nice, nice, nice. I, I'm very curious to know about your CRM that you use. But um, 
Yeah, we use the CRM to automate some of the ongoing processes. I think the main thing um, as an entrepreneur, a small business, you want to eventually get out of your business, right? So you don't want to have to continue to do all these different repetitive tasks on a daily basis. And instead, you want to have like your 24-hour employee, which is your CRM, to do it for you. So automating a lot of these different uh, repetitive tasks and processes. All right, look. Absolutely. Here, here's here's the downside to what you just said, uh, because there's there's the there's the idea, the concept, right? We get into this business, whatever the business is, and we intend on making all kinds of money. We intend on automating this thing so that somebody else is doing the work. We can be enjoying our time on the beach, enjoying that time on the family. But most of the time, what happens with most entrepreneurs is they burn out and quit, and it's mostly because they don't have automations yeah. in place. They don't have systems in place. They're doing every single part of the business and they just, they, they had this idea of what business was supposed to be like, but then in reality, it turns out to be something different. When, a, when an entrepreneur comes to you and they realize that what they're doing isn't working, uh, what are some of the, what are the, some of the subtle things? I mean, you're trying to identify pain points, but if you just tell them, Hey, you stuck at this, it's, it's going to kind of suck. So what's kind of, what, how do you address some of these pain points that they have to figure out what pieces they can automate? Just to figure out what type of pieces that they can automate. Um, so a lot of, you're right. So entrepreneurs, sometimes they don't even know what's broken in their business. They're just wearing so many different hats. As an entrepreneur, you're everything, right? Your accounting, your finance, your HR, your your everything, your business, your operations. So you may not know exactly what those pain points. Maybe it's something that you know you're struggling with, but you don't really know what is completely right and what's broken. So that's kind of the thing that we'll take a look at and just do an overall assessment and um, some growth planning. So just looking at your business overall and the operations side of it and what you're currently doing to identify what's really not working. Does that answer your question? Yeah, that answers my question. And I, I am, I'm going to take a little pivot here because you and I have actually had a couple conversations uh, offline, right? It wasn't even on the podcast. We talked on the phone a couple of times. Mm -hmm. We've, we've uh, talked about a, a few different things about creating content. What was that experience like? So you reached out and then we had a conversation. What, do you remember what that was about and how it went? Uh, the podcast, uh, not the podcast, when we had our offgoing uh, conversation, I think we talked about podcasting, that last mm -hmm. conversation. Yeah, about yeah. helping you do it, start your thing, right? Yeah, I remember. What was that, what was that experience yeah, like? How, how, did yeah. it, how did it go? Oh, your experience? So you, I think all I did have to, I think you had some sort of form that you had to complete, if I'm not mistaken. It was so long ago. But I think it was a form. Um, we completed that form and then scheduled a call with you and you followed up. But what did what did you do with that information? I mean, did you end up, I, I mean, you're in the you. digital space. Uh, you can't hear me? Mm-hmm. Okay, you can't. Okay. Okay. Uh, what did, what did you end up doing with that information? So did you end up starting your own podcast? Did you end up using any of that information to create content? Did you use it in, for other clients? You're breaking uh -oh. up and I don't know if it's my earphone. So let me go ahead and unplug. Maybe All right, let's try that. All right, so, go ahead and All right, sound change, but that's okay. Can you hear me now? Yes, I can hear you. All right, I feel like a Verizon commercial. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's a, that's a, can you hear me now? Good. Can you hear All me right. now? 
Okay. So, so I kind of wanted to know what you ended up doing after we had a conversation. You talked about, uh, you know, creating your own, uh, your own podcast, creating your own brand. Did you end up doing anything with that information? Did you use it in any way? Did you start your own podcast? Did you take that information, talk to clients about it? How did it go? Yeah. As far as um, our conversation, so I already had a podcast. So I did a couple, a few episodes called it's called the Business Brew. It's on Apple Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I took from you is you mentioned it was a platform. I think it's called, because I remember signing up for it. It's basically, it helps you to sign up like guests and like, it's a, like, kind of like matchmaker. Yes. Yep. So I ended up signing up for that. Um, and I connected with one person and, um, but at the time it just wasn't the right time to, to get on a call, um, as far as doing the podcast, but Yes, I did take the information that you gave me about Mashmaker, and I did sign up. So what are you doing now um, as far as creating the digital digital brand for people? What what does someone need in order to create a strong digital brand? I mean, for us, all we did was we're like, okay, we're going to do this, and we just kind of hit the ground running and started doing it, doing whatever we thought would work and kind of just trial and error and figure it out. Now we give different pieces of advice because we've been down, down that road. You got 10 years of experience. If somebody comes to you and is like, look, I need to start developing my brand. I need to start showing people who I am so they can recognize me so they can generate more leads so they can generate more referrals. How do you get them started? I think the first thing I would ask is what are you um, looking to accomplish? What are your goals? That's first because you're not going to know where to start. Like marketing, it can be overwhelming. Right. There's so many different um, you can go with traditional marketing, you can go with digital marketing. If you want to go with the digital space, there's other social media platforms. There's Facebook, there's Instagram, there's Twitter. What makes sense for your particular business? What industry are you in? What audience are you looking to target? Once we know all those different things um, in your targeted audience, then I can um, recommend the best platform. And then at that point, we can look at, um, you know, branding your uh, your business on Instagram. So if it's um, if it is Instagram, then the first thing we want to do is um, optimization. So profile optimization, and and then just kind of go from there. And kind of just looking at like what are you, what type of feeling do you want to create for your audience? So once you know who your artist is, what feeling do you want to create for them? And that's so you come up with colors. You're looking at the colors, and that's all color psychology and and what makes sense. You know, so like if you know all those different things, what feeling you want to create first, if you, you already know your offerings um, and either a service or a product. Once you know that, then you're looking at um, what type of feeling you want to create for you. So speaking of, of platforms and stuff, I know you have you have the the Instagram that we have posted on here, but then you also have a personal one. So you have so you have one that's working on your on your own image, on your own brand, but you also have one that's for business. Whereas I personally, I only have the one. Um, When do you distinguish between the two and why choose the two different versions? Um, Is there like a a strategy behind that, uh, that that you're trying to accomplish between having the multiple profiles? It's it's a preference. Um, So me personally, I want to separate my business from my personal. Um, Two separate things. For other people, sometimes I would recommend that they turn their personal profile into their business page because one, you already have an audience, you already have a following, so it's easier to grow, um, especially with um, you know Instagram's algorithm and just um, if you're starting from the ground up, it's hard to kind of like create that 
be authentic, I think, because people are looking for somebody who's authentic. So if you're starting from the ground up, people are not really sure. So it's easier to turn your personal page into your business page. So sometimes I do recommend that, especially if you're a personal brand, like you're like you're a speaker or like you're a motivational speaker or you have podcasts or whatever case. Sometimes it's better just to turn that in. Um, but it's also preference. So me personally, I want to separate the business from let me ask about the type of content that we're creating, right? Because uh, if if I was a, a female, I could post pictures that would make uh, I would get a lot of likes. That would be that would be pretty easy, right? Or if I wanted to, I could post pictures that would probably get a lot of likes. But I want to make sure that I maintain it, you know, whether it's personal or whether it's business. So I'm mixing things up a little bit right now. I'm posting specific business content, right? I'm posting like quote cards. I'm posting clips from the show. I'm posting those kinds of things. But on the flip side, now I started doing a little bit of Instagram live in the morning, kind of giving my two cents and kind of mixing things up. So my grid, and for those of you, you know, who have that Instagram thing, right? You hit on your profile and there's all those, you know, the last nine posts that you made. My grid doesn't look as clean anymore. There's a mixture of stuff. Is that something that I should be focusing my attention on or should I just kind of test those other things out and see what starts to work? I feel like it's okay to test things out and experiment. I mean... I do think aesthetic is important, but it's not everything. I've known people who started their Instagram account and within probably a few months, they were able to grow to 100K, 200K. They were able to explode because honestly, I think a big piece of it is not necessarily your aesthetic. I think that's important if you're starting from the ground up, but um, not everything. I think as well as the marketing is more important. So I think it's okay to test out um, different things. I don't think your grid has to be perfect. It all depends on the message that you're delivering. So if you're a service-based business, if you're delivering something that's valuable, people are going to tune in. Mm, I like that. I like that. Because well, and, and, and when you're developing your own personal messaging, right, I, I always ponder on that. I'm like, there are certain things that, uh, you know, I, I portray a, a certain type of my lifestyle on my social media feeds, right? Like, I'm not the type of person who's going to take pictures of my food. Um, I might take a picture of food and send it to the wife or something like that, right? But I'm not really like the food posting type of individual. Um, I'm not, uh, you know, James is going to post pictures of birds that he sees. I took a picture of a bird today. It just happened to be a big ass vulture that was, <laughs> that was down the road, right? That I saw, but it's not one that I'm going to post on Instagram, right? Mine tends to be very much uh, business related or mindset and motivation related. And, and I tend to stick to that. I, I, I want to sometimes deviate, right? I've talked to the wife sometimes and I'm like, man, there's sometimes I just want to tell people certain things about their own relationships and, and, and the things that I'm seeing, but I don't always do that, right? I don't make uh, political statements. I don't go into religion, religious conversations. And even though I'm super interested in relationships and, and, uh, and like personal relationships and romantic relationships, like those types of dynamics really, really do intrigue me. Um, I stay away from commenting and posting on those things. Is it a fair assessment to say that I'm sticking to my own brand or would really identifying what I think and who I am, would that be able, would that be something that I can draw the line on and gain followers, but also lose followers on? You can lose followers. I think um, you don't want to create any type of confusion, especially if you are new or if you haven't reached a certain level. I think when you reach a certain status, it don't matter what you post, right? Everybody's going to tune in. It's, True. It's, Stays great. Are you going to get some sort of engagement when you reach a certain level? 
Um, I think initially though, you don't want to confuse your audience. So like on my actual business page, all I talk about is um, entrepreneurship and um, social media and tips and tricks and things of that nature. Um, but on my personal page, I talk about a lot of different things, <laughs> all those different things. Um, and that's why I separate the two. I don't even connect, I try not to connect the two. Um, like for example, on my business page, I can say owner at this person. I don't do that. I try to, especially anybody that's coming in new, that's looking for motivation. Um, I don't want them to have access to my personal page necessarily, because I don't think that's what they're looking for. I, I have it. And that's why I separated too, because I want to be able to talk about whatever I want to <laughs> on my personal. So if you have, if you in a space where it's like, you want to talk about different things, I think that's when it's good to have separate pages. See, but I, and then I'm, I'm torn there because I've been doing this for a while now. Right. And I've hit a point in my social media following where it's kind of plateaued. And I'm wondering if I should stir the hornet's nest. I know how these algorithms work, right? If it doesn't matter whether I get people who are, uh, you know, hating on me when I have a, a particular opinion or I get people who are praising me when I have a particular opinion, the fact that you're listening and you're paying attention and you're commenting means that you're going to see more of my stuff come up until you decide that, you know, I don't want to follow that person anymore. That's a whole different ball game. So that thought process has been in my head lately. And, and I'm really hovering on the fact that I'm going to be like, you know, this is where I'm at. This is what I'm doing. And what do you think about this? And just kind of dropping stuff out there. And it might be a little bit different. It might be a little, you know, might hit some people in a certain way that you might not like or whatever. But I'm wondering if that's the little bit of hornet's nest. That's a little bit of stir up that I need to drum up more attention within the following that we've already created. I feel like if I'm, if I stay vanilla too long, if I don't plant my feet in, in, in on one side of the line or the other, it's going to kind of plateau at that point. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to be stuck in this spot where, you know, that's, that's very generic. Yeah. Yeah. You got some good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. But it's not defining me enough. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, you want to come across authentic. So like, you don't want to just post. Sometimes it's okay to post something that, Oh, I love, I don't know if you love target. If you want to post, people might bring me too. Like, you know, it just makes it seem like you're real. You do want to be real. But I do know in your podcast, you talk, you're real, like, right? You, yeah. But realness. So, um, you I, ever have any, you ever have anything come up where like you posted something and you just got hate like all the way through? No, necessarily. Not necessarily. People just wouldn't respond. Just <laughs> 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 scroll right past, wouldn't like it or wouldn't engage in it. Um, I don't tend to have any haters for the most part, but I am a little bit newer than I think you are. I think you more tenured um so you may have you know a larger um audience who tunes in and just and find your page a different way because if you use a certain type of hashtags and things that need your people can just trickle in i don't tend to use that on my personal page i'm quite sure if i really wanted to promote that page i might get a couple random people popping up and hating you never haters everywhere <laughs> oh for sure for sure well uh what about in, in bringing in other people around you so for example like i know my daughter for example she loves to do her tiktoks and she likes to do certain things but she has this pretty defined uh i don't know personality type this pretty defined type of content that she likes i know my son's on the video game side so he'll come in he'll pop in some stuff from time to time but i'm i'm 
I haven't really included them in my content, even though that's a huge part of my life, right? Like part of what makes me me is the the entire family setting. It's my kids, it's the wife, right? But I haven't really brought them on board. I talk about them from time to time. I share stories about them from time to time, but I don't really bring them into this brand. Uh, one is because I'm, a, I'm, you know, I don't know if they're gonna want to or not. I'm pretty sure they don't mind. Uh, but the other is, I don't know if my audience will accept it or not. And I'm, and, and that concept right there, that thought process that I just said right there, where I don't know if, like, I'm wondering if that's the hesitation that, sh- that I should be getting away from. I don't know if, well, stop judging it yourself prior to even trying it. Go out and give it a shot. Yeah, I think you should. I think there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, personally, if you bring your family on, like, let's say you take a family photo, you could somehow spin it in a way that makes sense for your particular business and what you're doing. Say, hey, I was sitting here, I was thinking about X, Y, and Z, and how I'm going to sell my business. Honestly, you could be as real, just be real. So if you want to somehow twist it, like you can have your family, you could be sitting on a couch, I don't know, and then maybe it's a picture of you, like you're like thinking, right? And then you have your family around. Hmm. Somehow tell her that, right? But you're still including your family. Does that make sense? Oh, it totally makes sense. And and Ray says, you know, or I'm just being protective of my family. And that, that you know what? It, and here's a controversy, right? So I'll throw this one out here. I actually believe the complete opposite. I believe my kids should have a social media profile. And and this is a controversy that I've had at home with the wife, you know, since the inception of this whole podcast thing. I believe my kids should have a lot of content. I believe they should be creators of content. I believe that they should be out there voicing their opinion, showing what they do, and and sharing a lot of those situations because I believe tomorrow is in the future is all about the people who are creating content, not about the consumers of content. Everybody who's the consumers of content are being trapped in, in this, uh, I don't know, this, like we're, we're drawn to it. It's, it's an addiction. It's a drug. Like we don't actually take anything. It doesn't physically go down, but our mind is consuming everything that we put down on this phone. We're just spending so much time on that. So I, I, I'm a big, uh, I, I believe that if my kids are creators of content, they're defining who they are to the world rather than the world defining them, right? And I believe that's powerful. I believe that gives them self-confidence. I believe it gives them a lot of the good things. On the flip side, right, on the flip side, they're going to have to deal with criticism. They're going to have to deal with judgment. They're going to have to deal with other people's opinions of them. And I don't think that's a bad thing, right? Like I think that's actually a good thing to struggle with that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that welcome to the real world. Like, they'll just help make them stronger, I would think. Like, you sometimes negative feedback is good feedback. So any feedback is good feedback, right? And then you want to toughen them up some. It's all right. Yeah, but you're but you're in the digital space, right? So like don't you have don't you ever worry about things? I mean, I know I've heard this all the time, right? Oh, but the suicide rate is up. Oh, but you know, their feelings get hurt. Oh, they're super sensitive. I I'm to me, I'm like I just like to call like BS on that. Yeah, guess what? Bullies were around when I was a kid too. And I get it that it continues on, but guess what? You have to toughen up because the world that I'm growing I grew up in is different than the world they grew up in. And as soon as they can overcome that fear, as soon as they can overcome that idea of being judged, I think that's a positive thing. I think that's a good thing. Train their mind. It's all right. Train their mind early to be prepared for that and what comes with social media. So but I, that, 
but that's creating a brand, right? So, so to me, that's, you know, part of what you're, what you do with people is help them create a digital brand for a business, right? But I believe there's a huge connection between who you are as an individual and who your business is. So, you know, I mean, and I know it's a, it's kind of a a weird discussion to have, but, and and I'm going to pick on you a little bit, you know, that, merging the two profiles that you have, being able to say, this is me, like, this is who I am. And this is why you should work with me. I think those two go hand in hand. Like, I think your personal profile gets a lot of good attention. And it's developing a brand. It's exactly saying what you do professionally, right? It may not be the exact connection on how you're doing it. But you're building a brand for yourself, right? You're showing up, you're posting, you're creating content. Or on my personal page, yes. And I typically recommend others combine their page. One, because who wants to manage two different pages? It's more of a headache, right? Oh, hell yeah. Time consuming, too, because it's time consuming. And then two, it's just, you want to be authentic stuff. You want to get, you want people to get to know you, right? You want to seem like a real person. So I agree. I preach this all the time, but I don't do it for myself. It's it, why, you know, that's funny. Cause we do, there's, that's a, that's that hypocrisy is not just with you. It's almost with everybody, right? Like we can be the best at one thing. And then we turn around and look in the mirror and we're not even doing it ourselves. Right. You can be the best, you know, I don't know, dietitian. And then all of a sudden you go home and you open up that tub of ice cream. Like, come on, dude. Like the hypocrisy knows no bounds, but that's just the- get in my belly. <laughs> yes. That was good. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. But I, but you know, sometimes sometimes we just need to hear from the other side so that we can we can kind of you know use that as an accountability factor. Like, dude, like that's why I'm saying, like, I, I see what you're doing on both pages, and I see one doing really well, and it's the one that's you. That's like authentically you. Me, but it's just I talk a lot of itch on my page. <laughs> and it's <only laughs> that's you, right? That that's my point right there, right? That's my point. Is is that's what that's what I'm trying to get across to you. I'm saying this to you, and then on the flip side. Just like I said, the hypocrisy knows no bounds, right? I'm not doing the same thing. You won't hear me on my profile saying some of the stuff I think. Like my, my James even knows, like non, he's an asshole. Like that's that's how he is sometimes. But that's me. Like that's my personality type, right? How come I'm so afraid or I'm hesitant to put that out there? Because I'm focusing on building this brand. I feel like at the same time, you know that that business bro that we have there almost is. Uh, like it's, it's a Yui, but it's not really the me, it's the Yui. And it's a, it's a brand that I'm putting out there. And I feel like the brand could grow so much more if I was that much more authentic. If I was, uh, uh, if I was comfortable with being me and just saying that that is who I am. Yeah. Cause they're buying ultimately into you and not necessarily product or services, really you. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you do want your personality to shine through and be, you know, that could be one of the reasons why people would want to work with you. I completely agree. Um, of course, there's still hesitation there because I think it's two different audiences. Like the, the folks that I'm targeting um, and the people that it's actually on my, my personal page is a little different, right? They may not be the folks that I would share a CRM with, right? Mm-hmm. They're more so focused on, I, want, I wonder what you think about relationships. Or I wonder what you think about, you know? So it's two different spaces to a certain extent. Now, I do okay. get trickle over a little bit into my business and they want to work with me because of they saw me on my personal page. But, hey, you know, what do you mean? And then that's how I do sometimes get clients that way. So it can, some clients can trickle in that way. 
Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you that, right? I'm gonna give you that. But on the flip side, right? On the flip side, I'll, I'll give you. A, this is an example that we're working on right now. James and I have been describing or really honing in on who our ideal client is for our insurance agency, right? And one of the biggest additions that we added recently was the way James structured all of our systems, SOPs, all of our automations for all that stuff. Uh, it's all very military based, right? Because he spent eight years in the Navy. So one of the things we came together with was our ideal client is probably ex-military, right? Now, if you've ever been on a sailor ship, because I haven't, but I've hung around some sailors before, dude, the mouth on these guys is something else, right? If I'm <laughs> going to be looking for people that are that type of personality type. Shit, language. <laughs> exactly, right? So if, if I'm supposed to be, if I'm supposed to be reaching out to that type of audience, if that's the person that I want to work with, if that's the personality type that I want to be around and consider a friend as well as a client, shouldn't I be projecting that out there? Right? I mean, look at Ray says, uh, we have to remember people do business with you because of you, the love, the trust, the professionalism, most likely it's the business. Right. And that's what I'm saying. That's, that's right. That's right. That's, that's right. They do business uh, because of you. They're buying it to you. So should we show them me? Yes, I'm going to tell you. Yes, you should. But don't have to question. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Brittany, I just ha I had fun talking with you today. I mean, I, I mean, the the whole branding concept. I mean, we can take it in so many different directions. So I thought I would take it this route, and it was fun. Uh, it was fun getting to talk to you. I mean, I, every time I've talked to you, I think we've talked about maybe like three or four times already. Yeah. Uh, it's been a fun conversation. So I, thank you for coming on the show. Before you go, can you tell our audience, especially our listening audience, if they want to get a hold of you to work with you, how can they get a hold of you? Yeah, so you can reach me over at Instagram. My business page is BCA underscore digital. You can reach me via email at info at bguyconsulting.com or website. You can go visit my website at um, bcadigital.co. Perfect. All right. You've been on other podcasts. You have a podcast of your own. I've got to ask this of all my guests. I'm getting in the habit of doing this because uh, I'm going to use a lot of these as testimonials. So I just want to know. What was your experience like in being on the Business Bros podcast? It was great. It was fun. I loved it. It was a great experience. What did you think of the production value? Really good. You guys are A1. Better than my production. <laughs> <laughs> Let us a little ads in there. Like, yeah, it's, it's awesome. Oh, that's cool, baby. I mean, you know how it is. You know how it is. <laughs> <laughs> Don't care, we're going to do an audit of your page. I'm going to give you some advice. Some sounds. Yeah. Probably didn't know about. I'll take it. I'll take it. You know, <laughs> most people get upset with critiquing. I'll take it. I get critiqued all day long. All right, ladies and gents. Uh, thank you very much, Brittany, for being on the show. Appreciate you taking the time. I know it's 7 p.m. over there where you're at. Uh, a little later now, 7.30. So thank you for coming on. Uh, ladies and gents, just a reminder. If you want to be a guest on the show, you got to go to businessbros.biz slash podcast guest. But there is an eight-week waiting list. So if you would like to cut the line, go to businessbros.biz slash last minute. I'll tell you why. First of all, 
I closed off the entire week of Thanksgiving. That's all of next week. I have zero guests scheduled. I have two weeks in December, zero guests scheduled. And we may decide we want to do a show every now and again. And guess who's going to get a notification to be on the show? The last minute guest list. So go to businessbros.biz slash last minute. Hop on that list if you want to get a notification. Might be an hour, might be a day, might be a week ahead of time. But I'll open up a specific day and then you get the email on that list. Follow us at Business Bros Pod on all our social media. Give us a like. Give us a rate. Give us a follow. We appreciate you guys. Help us rise up, as James would say, on the podcast ranks. Uh, we'll see you again tomorrow. It is SHIT tomorrow. So oh, happy it's Thursday. Thursday. We'll see you guys later. Peace. Bye-bye. And we're out. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? Hernan, the business bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csfirst.com to schedule a free consultation or join the Business Bros Network, www.businessbros.biz.